0: Delivering financial professionals' insights, thoughts, and cutting-edge strategies from industry leaders on how to build your most successful practice with the freedom of independence. Live from Gateway Financial Partner Studio at our Connecticut headquarters, we bring you Insights for Independence with your hosts, David Wood and Sydney Hebert.
1: Well, this is David Wood. Hello, and welcome to Insights for Independence. I'm the founder and chief visionary officer of Gateway Financial Partners, and excited to have Sydney in the studio with me today, Sid.
2: Hello, everybody.
1: And then we have a really amazing guest. I think one of the, I don't know, one of the best financial advisors in the industry. I don't know if that's is that is that too much, Melanie? <laughs>
0: uh, that's quite a bit, David.
1: <laughs> I, 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 not not for me. It's not having having known you for so many years. So we're, we're excited to have Melanie Milam from Midland, Texas, one of our financial advisors with us. Melanie runs, I, I think, just one of the best-run uh, financial practices. And, and I know a lot of them. I get to travel uh, all over the country every year, meeting not only with our advisors, but other advisors in the industry and seeing – uh, really a lot about what's going on uh, with some of the, the, the larger, more scaled firms. And when I say Melanie runs a great practice, she really does. And we're excited to have her here today to share some thoughts with our advisors and listeners. And um, let's just jump jump into it. So, Sid, let's uh, yeah. let's kick it off.
2: Of course, Melanie. Let's just start by talking about you. Tell us about who you are, your journey to financial services and in financial services and why you do what you do.
0: So, like David said, my name is Melanie Milam, and I'm from Midland, Texas. And um, and basically, I, um, I started out as a CPA. Um, I was in the CPA at, at a firm for five years, and then we started having kids, and I ended up at home and still doing accounting work and stuff like that out of my home. And then my husband, John, who was in the oil and gas business, um, he was with Getty, Texaco, and then at the the Chevron-Texaco merger, he was the area manager out here, over 150 people, and he absolutely loved that job, but Chevron had a different idea, and so once he got all of his people um, kind of what they wanted, whether they wanted to stay or go then um, he pretty much turned in his resignation, and we got a two-year package to leave Chevron. And we had always wanted to do a business together, and so our financial advisor that we used at the time approached us and said, hey, what do y'all think about being financial advisors? And with my CPA background and with his um, managing 150-people budgets and all of that, we decided, hey, this might be a great fit. We had always taught in our church. We had taught Dave Ramsey. We had taught all kinds of financial principles. We had taught Ron Blue, Crown Quest, all these different things where we saw that people's money, were they could have really great success or they could have very huge challenges. And in the oil business, John had seen that You know, many of his pumpers, when they decided, when they were trying to figure out if they were going to leave the the industry or not, they didn't know that they could have both their pension and 401k. They thought they had to pick between them. Mm. And so John realized how uneducated the field people were. And even the office people, they just didn't understand what all, all went into leaving Um, an oil company, and just the transition of that. They didn't know the tax side of it. And so we thought that would be a great fit for us. And sure enough, it has been an incredible fit um, for what is now my business. John and I worked together for five years, and then he just kept getting pulled back into the oil industry. And so um, after about five years together, then he went back in and worked for an independent and then became a great source of additional referrals for me while he was in the oil industry. But I do what I do because I am incredibly passionate about helping others. Um, we love to help people. We love to encourage people, educate people, value people, and truly listen what people's goals are what their desires are what their wants in retirement is and truly help them figure out how to have um, just a wonderful experience in retirement where they can find their purpose and their meaning in in that stage of life
1: hmm. well I know you' you you mentioned your church and I know your values are very important to you how, how does that affect what you do in your practice and, and help you run it and how does that How is that beneficial to your your life and your practice?
0: Well, so my values are basically my why. It's why I do what I do. Um, My passion is for doing exactly what I feel like God has called me to do. When we started this business together, um, John and I, the foundation we knew was going to be allowing God to build the business. And and that's truly what it's been over the years. I mean, I pray every single day for wisdom. Before I was on this podcast today, I prayed for wisdom and for God to help me articulate exactly what I should say to be able to help encourage other advisors. But all along the way, I've prayed for wisdom as as I've built this business. And the cool thing for us has has been to watch all of the different clients, prospects that God has brought our way, because we don't advertise, we we get every bit of the, the business that walks through our door comes through referral of some way or another, and and that's been so amazing to watch over the years. Because with my niche market, um, it's been neat to see my clients be so excited about what we've done for them to go tell other people, and so. My faith has been huge in this. And one of the cool things was, um, David, I, I know you remember when you sent the guy down here, um, and I don't remember his name, to, to come and do vi- little videos of it. Initially, you know, I told you, oh, I don't want to do that. I think that would be a terrible idea. And and you encouraged us to do it. It was a fantastic idea because what, it, what we didn't realize was when he came um, down, so we went out to eat with him the night before he was going to be in our office all day videoing, and when he um, when we went out to eat with him that night, he just shared with us that he was an agnostic, like he just didn't really believe there was a god, and so we were like, okay, and so we didn't say anything that evening to him, but the next day, um, as as he did all the different videos. You know, it was so cool for him to to get to listen. And one of the things, we were almost finished. And he said, okay, Melanie, is there anything else that you would like me to ask you about? And I said, yes, I want you to ask me about my CKA designation. And so he did, and I got to share with him all about my CKA designation. But all through our interviews, every one of them, and, and what he, when he interviewed the boys, you know, he could tell through that, you know, everything we talked about, it included our faith. And when we finished all of that, and when he was wrapping up, he just looked at us and he said, you know, I have never seen a group that is so incredibly genuine, so transparent, who just wants to love people, wants to help people, wants to encourage people, value people, and listen to people to help make a difference in their lives. He's like, I'm jealous. I I wish I had a faith like you have. And so for us. Like, that just meant so much. We we, we got to plant a seed there. But then how it plays out in our everyday life is, you know, every client, every prospect that walks through our door gets to hear just a little bit of the God stories that have happened to us because we share them with them. And we find out from them in our process what's going on in their lives and figure out how can we pray for them. And right now we have a whole list that's posted in our storage room of just the different prayer requests from our different clients that we're praying for all kinds of health issues or family issues or whatever. And our clients, typically, they know they can call us immediately if they have a prayer request because they know that we're going to pray for them. And they know that what we do is that we want to help them do the best with their money. We want to help them to be good stewards with what God has entrusted them. Help them be more generous. Help them also to be able to, to invest in a way where they, they can leave a legacy to their kids, where they can give to the, the charitable organizations that are important to them. And, and because our faith is so important, we work to be examples to them in that area of giving. Like we are on the forefront of giving and they know that we're incredibly generous. And that comes through, um, we'll talk about later, but that comes from one of our, our being, you know, doing our wow um, experiences for our client in our favorites list and, and and finding out what their favorite charities are and donating to those um, in their honor so that they know that, you know, giving is, is an important part of our business and that we always want to give back both in, in, in actions as well as you know with our resources and so that's been really cool for us to see but but we're very protective of our um, of our business and that's why we really are we guard very very much uh, around how we add new people to our business just because we know it's not really ours it's God's and we want to be great stewards of it and we want him to always get all the glory all the praise for how well it's done and, and how much we've been able to build it over the years. Um, we just want to always be very aware that it wasn't us, it was him working through us. In, in being able to build this business, such an incredible business um, over the last 22 years.
1: Well, I think part of the reason why I recommended having a videographer come down is is I think the listeners can really hear your passion. And I think when you look at a static website, right, and 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 maybe a referral to this person, it's hard to really get to know Melanie. But I think when you look at how that website is prominently displaying that video and, and there's a lot of information on your website site about uh you know your history background values that comes across loud and clear and i think it's something that can really attract the people that you you know that you really want
2: yeah melanie i love Ah. what you've said and i love your mission and i love what you've built your entire practice on it's very family centric and i like that you say you're still selective i want to talk about that for a second a little bit further your niche i use you as an example um when I talk to it, I do. Every single time when I talk to advisors about really building out their niche market and being picky and being specific and having direct services, I want you to talk a little bit more about how dialing in like that has really built trust with your clients. I think advisors are scared to be selective. I think they're scared to be, you know, really directed and really geared towards something as specific as you are. So can you can you give a testament to how that has been beneficial to your practice and how that's actually built trust with the people that you serve?
0: Absolutely. So we knew immediately when John and I decided to do this business together, we knew that our niche market was definitely going to be people in the oil and gas business. Because those are the people we knew, the people we loved. And, and John had worked with them. I had worked with them at the CPA firm that I worked for. Um, and so that we we knew from the beginning. And fortunately, our, the advisor that had been our mentor for the first three years of us starting this business, that was one of his very first um, advice, kind of recommendations to us was you need to figure out a niche. Because if you do, then, and you truly work toward that niche, it's going to, you're going to see years down the road how it just pays so many dividends. And he told us, he said, now, up front, it's going to be really hard because there's going to be all kinds of people that walk through your door that you're going to want to go, yeah, let's just sign them up because they have money. He said, but but remember, you have, when we had a two-year um, severance that ended up taking us, you know, lasting four years for us because I am incredibly frugal. And so we were able to stay with that niche and build that. And so – and now it has become that I would say probably 80% of my clients are from Chevron. I mean, I have other oil industries, but, but really Chevron has been such a huge presence for us because John had so many contacts through his Getty, Texaco Chevron days, that it, it helped us to kind of have contacts to be able to reach out to. and, and now my clients, I mean, they'll tell, they'll tell anybody that they, of, of their peers at Chevron that they like, that they uh, know need a financial advisor, they'll tell them, oh, you've got to go see Melanie, because she knows literally everything about the Chevron system. And, and that's been really cool, because my clients trust me. I had one of my clients oh, that, that when I first um, signed him on, he told me, As soon as he signed on, he said, I just want you to know I don't ever refer anybody for anything because I've been burned in the past. He said, so I apologize, but I'm never going to refer you. Mm. Well, he has sent me multiple referrals. Um, And he said, and finally one day I asked him, I said, I said, why are you sending me referrals when you told me you would never? He said, because Melanie, I have seen what you have done. He said, you you and your boys are a team of integrity. I know I can trust you. I know what kind of service level you've given to me. And I believe that, that because you're not really serving your clients as your primary, um, your calling is to God. And you care more about what God thinks about how you're treating your clients than what your clients think about how you're treating your clients. And that's such a higher calling that I know that you're going to, anybody I send you, they're going to absolutely love you because of just how how caring, how special you treat your clients, how much you care about us way more than just our money. And I think that's really been a key for us is, you know, we really dial into our client's understanding that we care way more about them than just their money. Well,
1: and talk a little bit more about that experience, right? So it's obviously a financial services practice and we're providing that advice, which that's part of the integrity part. But how do, how do you show clients that you care so much? Tell us a little bit more about the client experience.
0: Well, so it starts at the very first appointment, because one of the things that we realized a long time ago is that you have one time to make an incredible first pr- impression. You have one time. So I tell any, any prospect that calls in, I tell them, um, our first appointment, I just want you to know, is going to be two hours. And if you're married, I need your spouse there. And I don't. You don't need to bring any of your financial stuff because it's basically a get to know you appointment. And so I have a list of thirty four different um, inc- questions to encourage conversation, and and they're just super easy questions that that these people can answer. Like, where did you grow up? How did you meet? Tell me about your first day. Tell me about your children. Do you have pets? Do you like to travel? I mean, just. Simple questions that get people to open up. And one, I have a note on my desk because I love to talk. Um, And I have a note on my desk when I have a client, a a new prospect come in, talk only 25% of the time. Like in that two hours, I want to only talk 25% of the time. So at the beginning, I do a brief kind of tell who who we are, um, how we're so different. But for most other financial advisors out there. And just a little bit about my kids and how my kids are, my succession plan and, you know, just give people a little bit about who I am before I want to find out who they are. And I also tell them, I said, okay, while you're talking, I'm going to be writing notes because I don't want to I don't want to forget anything you've told me. And after you leave, I'm going to type these notes up because I want them in your file. I want to remember who you are and everything about you. And so one of the other things in my first appointment, I don't care if the wife has ever earned a dime in their entire married life. My goal is to connect with that wife. And I'm going to direct questions directly to her, because if they've ever been to another financial advisor and it was male financial advisor and they, that, that male financial advisor figured out that she had never worked and none of this money was hers, then it, there's a good chance that, That advisor didn't direct questions to her and didn't really care about her opinion. But what I know as a wife and I know as a woman is that if it's a healthy marriage, I know that 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 wife's opinion is very important to her husband. And I can't tell you the times that after that first meeting, I have had husbands reach back out to me and said, my wife loves you Mm -hmm. and she wants you to be our financial advisor because she trusts you after one appointment. So that's our first appointment. Our second appointment is when they bring all of their information and we go over that also another two hour appointment, because when we're going over it, there's more questions that I want to ask. Also, I want more time to find out more about them. And I want them once again to talk 75% of the time, because by the time we've spent four hours together and they, they've talked 75% of the time, those, those, prospects believe i really care about them they i want to hear about them because i'm writing notes as fast as i can the whole time they're talking and it just builds trust so much faster with people when they see that you really care about them not just their money mm-hmm. then our third point appointment is when we do the carry back to them and we kind of show them a plan and kind of what we're thinking and how their money kind of should be invested um, but before I even go over that, I have seven charts I go over of the why, because I want them to understand where I'm coming from, why I've put together the plan that I've put together, and why for this Chevron couple, when they've got uh, a lump sum pension that we're going to roll over, and they've got a 401k, why we're going to use annuities for that lump sum pension, and why we're going to use asset mark and manage money, and probably if they're high net worth, specifically Clark Capital, for that, that um, 401k side and what value that brings to the table. And then we also go through kind of the other things that we bring to the table for this couple. And so um, we help people with their self, sign up for their Social Security. We help people sign up for Medicare. We help people with their Chevron retiree medical. We help people once they turn 65 with Chevron using their Via Benefits. So we help them with all this other stuff that basically is included. It's included in what, you know, we get as the other compensation. And so that's that extra. Then we also have a favorites list. So as soon as they become a client, they we give them a favorites list, and there's all kinds of different things. Um, things on there that we want each husband and wife to tell me all your different favorites. And we use that favorites list to do all kinds of way, in, in all kinds of ways to bless them. And one of the things that we do is um, we have a welcome gift bag that we do. And so we put together from their favorites, what's their favorite candies, you know, what's their favorite snacks and what's their favorite wine. And then what's their favorite restaurant. And we'll put a gift card and then we'll write in no- that. I'll write a handwritten note. Um, on one of my gateway thank you cards that basically, you know, welcomes them to gateway. And this is, this is just a small token of, you know, how much we appreciate your business, but we want you to recognize that we took your favorites and that's what we're blessing you with. And then we do, um, for, for Valentine's, we do, um, valentine buttlets that we hand deliver to people we do christmas cringles which is one of the coolest things to our platinum and gold people we hand deliver as many within i would say six hours of us we will hand oh. deliver christmas Kringles. and then oh. the rest of them we send in the mail with a note but we love to do this for our platinum and gold because hey what better way to end the year than getting to see your financial advisor before christmas with this incredible um kind of pastry that you can use at Christmas with your kids uh, from your financial advisor and then get to talk a little bit, you know, with them. We also have gateway notebooks that we put all of their, we make copies of all of their information and have the dividers in there that we give to them so that they can put everything in one notebook. So if something happens to them, where are their kids going? They're going to the gateway notebook because that's what the parents have told them. And they're looking on there and they're seeing they're opening up. And there's our business cards. And they're calling us up to say, hey, you know, something just happened to mom and dad. What do we need to do Um, for Mother's Day and Father's Day? We do poems and send out gift cards to literally every one of our clients um, because we'll do Sonic, DQ or Starbucks, a five dollar gift card, a poem with it. And just bless everyone for Mother's Day and Father's Day. For birthdays, we do gift cards to their favorite restaurant, And so we want them, I mean, we're constantly in contact with our clients. And we, we're, we're going above and beyond for all of our platinum, for our gold, because we want to replicate those clients. We want them to be raving fans. And so that is what we work every day to try to create is raving fans. With our with our amazing client family that we have.
1: So other than that, I mean that that sounds just amazing for a referral strategy, right? So it's it's I'm going to guess that you don't ask for referrals. Is that the case? Because you don't need to. No. Right. I
0: don't
1: need to. Because you don't need we, to. Right.
0: We but don't you, ever. No. We don't ever bother clients for referrals.
1: Right. Because because at the end of the day, you've created you're 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 constantly in front of them outside of the financial part of their lives you're back there on the personal part of their lives constantly and that leads back to amazing constant awareness and the ability to drive more people back share a little bit about the uh, about the retirement parties for the retiring uh, employees that you that you do
0: well, so the two big events, which of course, David, you gave me the ideas for, which I so appreciate. The two big events, the big things that we really do that truly impact our Chevron people um, are if some, if a Chevron employee is retiring, um, we try to get, and usually, there's, usually we have at least two retiring at the same time. We will do a, oh, a retiree exactly. party for them because Chevron no longer does those. I mean, Chevron will buy, you know, go to H-E-B or Albertsons, and they'll buy a whole bunch of sandwiches and chips and dip, and, you know, they'll bring it up to the office, and that's their retirement celebration is at lunch, you know, with with sandwiches and stuff. And so what we'll do is at the Country Club, we'll have an event where um, we get two people. We tell them to invite 10—they have 10 adult, you know, couples each— and we tell them in those 10 couples, um, May, if you have adult children, have that be some of your invites because we want your adult children to be there because this is going to be a super special event. And, um, and we have this incredible buffet that we do. And then after people have eaten, um, then I'll get up and just say a little bit about each of the retirees. And then I'll open up the floor to share um, for people to share kind of funny stories is what I say. Well, we've had people, I mean, most of these go on for at least two hours of just sharing stories. And, and I mean, they're funny stories, they're emotional stories, you know, they're heartfelt um, just things that, that, that their coworkers will share about them. And so I end up having all kinds of different prospects there who are Chevron couples that that's where we also get our referrals from because they see that we put on this incredible event. their, their adult children, their, their adult children now love us because they're like, Chevron didn't even do this for you. but you, you their financial advisor has put on this amazing event. And we've gotten to hear all these incredible stories about our parents that we didn't know. And so that's one of the events we do. but the biggest event we do every year, which is next Thursday, is our Chevron Retiree Celebration. And and this, too, David, was your idea. Um, and when you gave us this idea, we immediately initiated the very first year. It's been the highlight of every year. My clients love it. It gets bigger and bigger every year. So far, right now, it's next Thursday. So far, we have 73 people signed up. Wow. Um, and, and we're super excited about it. But what it is, is all of my um, Chevron people that have retired, all the ones that are still working, and if they end up wanting to invite people that um, that could potentially be prospects, then we let them invite somebody um, to come and and see. That way, if um, if if I have you know a couple there that they see all of my Chevron clients and they know so many of them, I've had so many times that people have said. Oh, such and such is one of your clients. Well, he was my boss, and I, I loved him so much and trusted his opinion so much that I want to come sit down with you because if he believes you're the best financial advisor for him, I want to use the same person. And so it's a it's been a, an incredible way to 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 meet other people, but also to just love on my clients and allow them once a year to have a kind of family reunion with people that they worked with all over the years and so they look at it as their little chevron reunion and then we do door prizes which are super fun because any of my wives who have businesses on the side so I have one that does cashew brittle I have one that she bakes I have one that she does all kinds of arts and crafts stuff I have one that does baskets I have a one of my guys who's a writer and he has books and so I use their stuff I buy it from them and then when before we we start picking names for door prizes I tell about their different businesses excuse me their different businesses so that I can advertise for them at my event so then other people you know at my event can use them as well And so that's been super cool. And they look forward to that because the door prizes are really cool, very fun. Um, And so that's kind of how we end the evening is picking the door prizes. And of course I have enough. So everybody gets to walk out with something. Um, So each couple gets to come and pick up, you know, pick a door prize. So, that has been our very favorite event. We have it at a restaurant here that is my client's favorite. Some of them don't go any other time during the year because it's kind of expensive, um, but they they will definitely show up for my event there because they love the food, they love the atmosphere, they love the people. And they love the boys and I, and they appreciate all that we do for them. So those are my two big Chevron things. And then we also have other events during the year. We did a happy hour this year at a local bar. Um, We always do at least one to two educational events that we pack out the room. The room, this, this, the room that we use at Abuelo's, one of their favorite Mexican food places, is only supposed to hold 40 people in the room. This year when we did it, we had 52 people crammed in that room. And, and we had Allianz, our Allianz guy came and he did an incredible job on, you know, on talking about legacy. And, um, and, and you know what? Not one person complained about it being too crowded in there because nobody wanted to be cut from that because we had too many people. And so my clients just love my events. Um, and, and they, they are so good about attending them and inviting others. And so that's another bright way for me to get new prospects.
1: You know, the cool part is, 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 is this business can be a lot of fun, right? So like you're, you've taken what a lot of advisors I, I hear from them is I hate to market. I hate mm-hmm. to market. Right. And you look at your marketing strategy. How do you not, how do you hate all that? It sounds like a blast. Exactly,
0: you, it you, is so much you, you
1: you 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 create a great experience and make happy people outside of the core uh, financial services we offer. You bring them to reunions with their friends, and you just create a perpetual referral machine. Yes, that's that well, that doesn't sound too point, hard to take.
0: No, and anybody who's not utilizing the gateway marketing team, like they're just missing out because we have, man, we love getting to work with gateway marketing because like if we have an idea, well, like for all of our invitations, for all of our events, like gateway marketing does them, our little, on our buntlets, there's a little round thing on top that we stick on top that is such a cool little thing that Gateway Marketing came up with that just kind of shows our clients that we love them. You know, anything that we are going to do, when I wanted to do the notebooks and I wanted to have the dividers in it, and I knew what specific dividers I wanted, like the Gateway Marketing people, especially Sylvie at the time, she went out and figured out how to make this happen, even though it wasn't easy for her to do. Like she figured it out. And, and so my clients love the notebooks that I, the Gateway notebooks that I give them. You know, and so anything that I want to do that I can envision, I just talk to marketing and I say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. And man, marketing can help me make it happen. The fact that, that, you know, Gateway also takes care of my social media, that Gateway takes care of my website, that I can offload that stuff and really that we can do what we love to do best. And that's take care of our clients has been huge. And so anyone that's not utilizing all of those things from Gateway, like they're just missing out, and they don't realize that that spending a little money on marketing, it it provides huge dividends down the road.
1: We start to of look at the lifetime value of a customer, right? So these are people that you're acquiring that you'll have for the next, and in your case, I would argue that you'll have some of these clients. As a family-run business with your kids in the business, you know, the lifetime value of these clients is, I don't know, 50 years you'll have some of these clients, maybe longer, right? So when you start to look at that, the small amount of acquisition cost up front uh, ends up being... Very insignificant when you start to look at it over the lifetime of what the of what the client can 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 generate, and then also creating the raving fans to drive more people back, you know, to the practice, which is fun. So the cool part about supporting an advisor like Melanie and I spoke I spoke at a couple of conferences over the last week, and we talk about independence in the financial services business. And I think when you know when we support independent advisors, I think one of the other sides of being independent is unfortunately having to do a lot of other stuff on your own and when we, when we look at independence we, we want our financial advisors to be independent from things that they don't want to do, right? So there's the other part of independence right. is we want to create some independence for you. So you're not responsible for doing every single thing in the practice. You can focus on the relationship side and expressing your values and support and service to the clients, which comes through loud and clear. And then at the end of the day, ultimately helps you build a, a more successful business. This is just really awesome. So, Sid, why don't you just take a, a couple of seconds? Melanie, it was really great to have you. Thank you so much for the time today. Sid, why don't you just recap some of the things that Melanie went through uh, today uh, with our with our listeners?
2: Of course, yeah. Melanie, first of all, I'm stealing your favorites list. I'm using that on every family member that I have. And I think everybody should steal this, too. It's it's genius. And... um you know, just a better way to bless people. I love that. I love how you put that. Um, Some of my takeaways, Melanie used her direct environment to build her niche, to build her market served. She tapped into her backyard and used her family centric approach to build a really incredible practice. Um, She's selective. So don't be scared to be picky and direct with a service mindset and own your why, define it, live it and let it run your practice, build your entire practice around that.
1: That's yeah, really awesome. Well, Melly, thank you so much for spending some time with us and, uh, and look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks,
0: David, and thanks, I got Cindy. this feeling it's such a pleasure to get uh, be on the podcast today. Goes when I turn it on. Uh-huh. All from my city,
1: off from my home. we flying up no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that. Sunshine in my pocket Got that good soul
0: in my feet I feel that hot blood in my body And it drops, ooh
1: I can't take my eyes off it Moving so phenomenally Come on, like the way we rock it So don't stop